Welcome to the Courage Coaching and Counseling Podcast with Savon Penn, licensed professional counselor here in Portland, Oregon. Wherever you're at in life, this podcast will inspire and encourage you to be more brave in life and take the next best step between where you are and where you want to be. Welcome to episode three of the Courage Coaching and Counseling Podcast. In today's episode, we have the second part of our interview with Benjamin and Heidi Best Sadler, Chasing Ebenezer, a folk rock band based out of Portland, Oregon. In our first episode, we talked about marriage and mental health. And in the second part of the episode, we talked more about ministry and mental health, supporting others in church with mental health struggles and what it's like to serve as pastors and worship leaders when you're struggling with mental health. We also talk about their music more in depth. Hope you enjoyed this episode with Benjamin and Heidi Sadler. All right. Welcome back, guys. Uh, This is an an episode interview with Benjamin and Heidi Sadler. Uh, In the first part of our conversation, we talked about uh, music and marriage. Uh, We also uh, started talking about mental health uh, and ministry. And so this second part of the conversation, we're going to go deeper uh, into that. And uh, like to start uh, with uh, asking you guys uh, to tell us more about your your newest album. Mm. Yeah, so we we titled the album long before COVID ever hit, which means we should just never give album titles because apparently it determines the course of history. Man. Uh, <laughs> we called the album "Farewell Innocence," and we recorded it right before the pandemic. So we had to mix it and do all the, all the hard stuff like over the phone and everything. Cause we couldn't go back in and uh, do that. But it's, it's a, uh, an album where you we kind of just looked at all of the tracks, you know, there was no one song that encompassed the entire theme of all of those songs, but all of those songs deal with this idea of um, kind of like embracing the reality that life is hard and that there's darkness, but there's also beauty in the darkness. So that's kind of where um, the theme of the record went. Yeah. Uh, t- tell me some of the, the names of, of, of the tracks. I, I think the first song is called Valley, and that's kind of like my my intense version of Psalm 23. <laughs> the Lord is my shepherd! because <laughs> <laughs> you know that psalm is usually you know usually there's an image of like you know there's always a lamb there, there's somewhere. a stream there's trickling water <laughs> there's stream the yeah background. but that yeah but it's like the valley of the shadow of death <laughs> so yeah yeah so 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 guys if if you haven't listened to to the, the track yet it, it it's not uh uh, Christian metal. Um, no, uh, <laughs> no, I'd be terrible. But at that. but it's no, it's, it, it's a cool song. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was and, fun. Yeah, 
Yeah, we did Angels and Monsters, which actually is most of these songs are about a decade old. Angels and Monsters is the one that was written like in the past couple of years. And that's really just kind of coming back to wonder and recognizing that there's more going on behind the surface mm. of life than we recognize. Uh, there's under the weight. You learned to play hammer dulcimer just for that I song. Did. So. I did. Not as good as Rich yeah. Mullins, but I did learn to play the hammer <laughs> dulcimer. Very cool. Um, yeah. Uh, and um, I guess Overcome is a, is a song oh, yeah. for after the wedding day. <laughs> because you know they're all, 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 all a lot of like love songs are all about like the initial meeting I and love you, I love that you. first infatuation <laughs> you know overcome was about like the wonder of just being with the same person for a long time mm. and then goodbye was about uh my grandfather who passed away when i was 17 mm. so yeah mm -hmm. yeah the um uh it it's talking about the 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 valleys and the yeah, over yeah. Oh, and, and and the overcoming and the goodbyes mm -hmm. man such a an appropriate uh, <laughs> uh soundtrack for a yeah. pandemic um oh yeah it'll either make you feel depressed or very <laughs> understood <laughs> <laughs> oh man yeah and ben we were also we're we just barely barely started as ben's also been film learning how to be a filmmaker so we're actually in the process of, of um, doing a, a documentary um, of the same title, um, but just kind of going it more really, into depth. So we're, both, we're just starting working on that. So. Yeah, both kind of, it, it'll, the plan, the plan, because we all- The plan, plans, yeah. But the plan is, it, it's about like a making of the record, talking about like the arrangements, because we had our full band play on this one. And so right. you know, having They're Ryan, awesome. David, and Brian play was just, Oh my gosh. I love those guys so much. So um, but, you know, being able to talk about the musicality of it, but also really unpack a little bit more of just the theme of Farewell Innocence. Mm -hmm. Nice. So, so that you're working on that this year. That's my goal. Great. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. We don't know if we'll be out this year or not. It depends. You know, plans keep changing every day. They keep changing. Mm. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But it's good to always have a couple things to be working on. Nice. Yeah. And and what are you working on these days, Heidi? Me? Well, see, I have the problem. I'm the kind of creative person that I have like a million projects that are 90%, 80% done. So I have like five books that are 90% done. <laughs> so I am, uh, I am, <laughs> I am really, I'm working on finishing things but um so i've got a couple um we're actually in the process too of of we're we're creating a a book that goes with uh season three of the chasing of Easter show our, our web show and we're so we're in the process of working on that um it's a creativity show and so we're gonna look at the art of being human um just exploring all the different aspects kind of just embracing that i'm a human being yeah mm. and that I, I don't have to be a superhero that's not who i am but how do i work with myself um but it'll be a creative workbook and so the show is gonna have a weekly um or you know we try to do weekly a um, worksheet to go with it every week because we want people to be expressing who they are creatively so i'm working on i'm putting that together and finalizing that and then I've, I've started painting in the past year when my i have ptsd and my brain like my brain just can't even i freeze 
uh, half the time. And so I need, I've needed something to kind of, that I don't have to think about. And so painting has been so, so therapeutic and, um, those are the main things that I've been working on. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, um, and is that, is painting something that you'd been thinking about or wanting to do, or did like your therapist suggest trying it? How'd you get No, I think, I, I don't, I think that we all thought that COVID wasn't going to be around very long. And I was like, oh, well, I've always wanted to kind of draw or paint. Yeah, why not? And so I just like started, I think I must have watched Bob Ross or something. And then it was like, oh, this is a serious thing. And I might not be able to play music for income for a while. (laughs) So it's been kind of nice because they do, they go together so well, visual art and and music so it's 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 just it feels like it's just further rounding out what i do it doesn't feel like it's something so detached but there's something about just pouring paint. it feels connected it to, it does to, and to, I, to who you are yeah yeah it does and there is just something about paint i don't know it's just something very hands-on and it just really i have i lose track of time sometimes so i do have to set timers mm. otherwise i, I re- lose track of time it's true I'll, I'll i'll share the link to to your to your instagram uh, oh if, thanks if, yeah uh, so so folks can see your art what i like about your art is that it's so colorful oh i really like I, how colorful color, it is. yeah yeah it, it's just like happy happy color oh good oh good yeah. yeah it's funny because there's some colors um that I would like never wear personally, but like, it's funny, my mom's colors, it's like they've, they've just unintentionally appeared because my mom was so much color. And so it's interesting. I don't know how the psyche of all that works, but I'll do something like, oh, those are mom's colors. It's kind of yeah. funny to, yeah. to see it that way. So do you think about her? while you're uh, doing art? I do. Yeah. You mentioned yeah. that you, you, mm-hmm. you lost your mother. Uh, last, last year yeah. episode yeah yeah i know we were a lockout one of those lockout families of the hospital yeah not she didn't die you of covid couldn't, but yeah you couldn't be with her no we weren't couldn't be they yeah they did let my dad come in at the end and confirm ending life support and he was able to be with her but no we were in the parking lot for hours and hours and hours so yeah it was one of those awful that's probably why I have some PTSD. It probably just made it worse. Um, but yeah, especially, especially, um, yeah, especially during those first few months, uh, especially, yeah, or I'll think, oh, these are mom's colors, or um, yeah, I always think, oh, would she be proud of me, or would she like this, or what would mom think about this, or so, um, yeah, she was a Disney Disney lady. Disney color, color, color. Either. So okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The um so many people are um are are um going through loss. What mm-hmm. it like um personally, like losing their jobs, yeah, their, their homes being uh, things being disrupted, uh their um or, or losing their loved ones. Mm-hmm. Um, just uh, the in some ways we're, we're getting numb to the numbers. Mm-hmm. Um, I think just last week yeah. it was like over uh, half a million half a million people. Um, so so we're, we're numb, but we're also just exhausted. Uh, 
by by the loss and, mm-hmm. and the, the grief. It's hard to wrap our brains around um, yeah. things. Um, Benjamin, uh, how was it to to support your wife uh, to support Heidi while this well, was happening? And and you and you lost your mother-in-law. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was, it was, it was, um, definitely a learning process for me. I, I was really grateful because a year before, um, a friend of mine and I did a uh, men's rites of passage with a men's group. Mm-hmm. And one of the big themes that I never really done was intentional grieving, very intentional grieving and the importance of that and the importance of walking in it and embracing it. So I think in some ways when, when Cheryl passed, I kind of, I at least had some kind of a context, but um, it took me a couple months to, because for me, like it was an event that happened versus an atmosphere that we're in. And I think that I had to learn Hmm. How do I live in the atmosphere and context of Heidi's mom passing? What does that do for my patience level, for my disposition towards being grumpy? Or, you know, it just made me realize that everything I did carried that much more weight (laughs) because there was already this unbearable hole that was already there. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I really did not do it well uh, the first few months i'd like to think i'm slowly getting better at it mm-hmm. um, but the yeah. not doing it well who who was aware aware of that first like you or did i'll let I you, have I'll, to I'll let you guess <laughs> well <laughs> let's say that, that i didn't exactly score points either i think that the part of it too is i um i don't process grief instantly so it's, I have a very delayed reaction to it. And so I'll, maybe I'll just be, okay, we got to get mom out of the hospital. We got to get a coffin. We got to find a cemetery. You know, I can, I can just, I go into worker B mode. Someone has to do this. Mm-hmm. And so it seems like, well, she's fine. Look at how well she's handling. It gives you something this. to focus on. Right. right. But then, but then when like you drop your coffee cup, you know right. that'll just trigger it like and, like you like and that was I... the thing i think some <laughs> and of it, it was see, that. It, it seems bizarre like i don't know why you swan you would know the answer to this why we can do all these other things hmm. and then one little thing will happen and we're called basket case which it's not that big a deal to spill your coffee you know it's really not but <laughs> so right. um yeah and i that, think that, that that coffee spill like you know you're busy doing all those things and and there's good results when you pour in to helping other people and and you were busy like a lot heidi like yeah. delivering food for folks that oh, needed yeah, that's food right, that's right that was you know? so early pandemic <laughs> yeah like yeah, so you, yeah. you're you know mm-hmm. you, you're are definitely a, a helper and, and a servant to so many people but that coffee thing it's like <laughs> that's where like uh it's not a, not in your control and yeah, it's like yeah. a messy explosive reminder yeah that's it <laughs> so it's like um yeah 
it's yeah uh, yeah the but a, a, an atmosphere that we're in yes not, not an event loss Ooh, that, lo losses uh that, that's that's so good benjamin the, that is really but, good he but, verbalized but, it. i never thought about it that way until you said it yeah that's yeah. very helpful and this is not playing out just in your home like right. you you guys serve in a few churches so i'm curious about that um guys how how do you minister to other people when you're in going through grief it's a good how question. did how did you do that <laughs> what was so amazing savan was i think that we were we're usually the helpers at in in ministry and it was almost like people were really honored to pour into us hmm. and so i think I don't know how we did things from day to day. We just did it. But what I did notice was like, I experienced extravagant love um, mm -hmm. from our, from our fellowships. And uh, yeah, it's humbling. It's humbling to be the person mm -hmm. in that posture. If you're so used to not being in that posture. Yeah. And I think because the whole world's going through a shared grief, um you know at first it was like oh my gosh why did my mom have to die right like this is the worst time and yet at the same time the whole world's grieving and so the whole world gets gets it and so yeah i think we're just all in a shared grief and everyone's in pain and and so it's different pain for everybody but i think there's a communal pain and i think you do get closer to people um even if it's just on zoom i think mm. that you do get closer um and i i think too um having having uh, you know you, when the things when when george floyd died i mean that was only a couple of weeks after i, I think i yeah, mean my timeline's right a little off around the same time. but it was it was right around the same time and so i think my mom dying and then just um Ben wrote a really beautiful poem. You figure he's crying out for his mom and it's kind of like, wow, his mom and my mom are together. I don't know. It just made it all the more um, grieving. And so it, it, it felt like um, it was more than it, it helped me to really pause. I think it helped us both to pause and like, this is the time to look at this. It didn't make me, it made me more maybe in tune to it even so because my mom had just died and knowing that was how he ended his life in, in this horrific way. Mm -hmm. So yeah, just the timing of it all um, was really, it, it didn't pass us by and has really, um, yeah, I don't know if that makes sense, you, but yeah. So you, you had to slow down and it eventually caught up with you and you had to deal with it. Yes, I told and I told Ben, I was like, I'm going to have a breakdown in like six months. I just and I told my friends is I don't understand why why I work this way. And so then eventually it was. But because I've had depression before, but my startle response is that's what was new yeah. where I just and so um, and so I um, I think I was putting off counseling because I didn't want to do virtual counseling. I mean, who does, Savon? You have to do it all the time now. But you know, mm -hmm. honestly, I have a my therapist is so wonderful, and so it's 
and that saves me travel time. So I don't have to drive to her office, you know? So it, it I, I was, that was the reason I was kind of like not doing it. Cause I was like, I don't want to do it on zoom, but, but it's been great. I mean, it maybe after one or two times, you know, the first time or two can be weird. I'm sure it was for you doing mm-hmm. counseling on zoom. I can't, you're a professional at it, but yeah, it, but I, I kind of made the decision like, you know what? <laughs> This is the only option right now. So it's die or do this. So I'm going to do this. <laughs> so, mm. yeah. 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 So f- for you, uh, working through the grief, it was important to, to start counseling, to get some help with that. Yeah. 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 Because I didn't want to go back. Like, I know what it, I, I think I was afraid. Like, I don't want to get to that suicidal point. I know what that's like. So mm. I can kind of like, okay, I know this is the familiar path. And then the startle response was like, of the PTSD was like, oh my gosh, like this is new and this is not good. So, and I can't have a funeral with all my friends. Like they're just none of the normal things were happening. So yeah. Um, So, and it's it's been okay. It's been great. Actually, it's been amazing. And I, I forget half the time that we're on Zoom when I talk to her anyway. So <laughs> it's amazing that you can say that. that yeah. That that it's great. And yeah. 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 The uh, I, I have two questions. Whether it's grief or just the overwhelm or or stress of what people are going through, like you guys are um, ministering to lots of different people. Um, and, and hearing the, their stories of what they're going through. Um, what, what are, what are things that provide healing for you guys? And, and what are things that you look to that provide hope right now? I think, uh, I know this is going to sound very unspiritual, but uh we'll be the judge of that if it works bring it on (laughs) okay i'm taking notes i think somebody (laughs) who loves you enough to sit with you and place a very well-placed cuss word in the midst of your situation (laughs) helped me feel like okay it's okay for me to acknowledge that this really sucks (laughs) and this is really hard (laughs) and i don't have to try to find a bible verse to make me feel differently about it Ooh, um Ooh, let that one sink in yeah <laughs> because i i think i just realized it's like with 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 our with our faith with christians we know we know the resurrection is real but that does not take away the fact that death still and suffering still hurts and that doesn't mean that i'm immune to not having feelings about it mm-hmm. so having someone who is willing to sit with me in those feelings and just listen mm-hmm. has been really helpful mm-hmm. it's been really helpful benjamin that is uh for, i i accept that and resonate with that um well the, but the verse popped in my head, like, um, uh, what, uh, what is it? Uh, 
uh, death, where is your, your right? Your I thought the exact same thing, right? Yeah. It's kind of like in your face, like death, you can't, affect <laughs> me. yeah, I, I don't have feelings about this. Um, mm. wh- wh- what do you do? What do you do with that? Mm. I think death doesn't have the last word, mm. you know. I mean, it's like, well, I mean, you're, you're an MMA guy, right? So mm. you, you, you might get hit and that hit might hurt, but it doesn't, it doesn't end you. Mm. And I think that there's, there's that tension there. It's that attention of, okay, I'm going to acknowledge that that hurt, but I'm not going to let that hurt be the only thing that defines me. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. 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 And if you don't pay attention to hurt in the ring, you get knocked out. <laughs> like you have to pay attention to the things exactly. that hurt. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Right? You have to address it. You have to take care of it. Um, yeah. You can't, you can't ignore it or sugarcoat it. Um, right. Mm, that's good. Oh yeah. Oh, that stab wound there. Oh, just ignore it. <laughs> You're right. But it'll get better. If you do, then they'll get infected. So if you don't tend to it, then that the infection can be what kills you. And so, mm-hmm. yeah, it's, yeah. Well, and it, and it, I think sometimes when we use, um, when we, I think the Bible is absolutely healing. So I, I absolutely think that, but sometimes how we use it almost sends the message of, I need to stuff this and act like everything's okay. Mm. And I think that is unhealthy. Um, so if someone can sit with me long enough to really be upset about something, then I can actually be in a posture to listen to anything else. <laughs> if yeah. that makes sense. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think well, one of the things that's so just exhausting about life and pandemic is to, to just kind of get through the day, work from home or whatever, online school, parenting, take care of your yeah. kids. Uh, we have to spend much more energy pretending that we're okay. <laughs> Mm-hmm. and we're not the world is not okay um yeah it, it doesn't mean we just like lay down and give up but it, it helps to acknowledge that uh have healthy uh, expectations for, for ourselves and mm-hmm. realize how important it is to take care of our not just emotional mental health and relational health but our physical health and physical energy because everything's connected mm-hmm. um yeah. There's been a couple times I haven't set my alarm clock because um, I usually do get up pretty early and there's just been a couple times because I have not been sleeping well at all. So, mm-hmm. the, you know, when you get that day where you don't have to set the alarm clock, I'm like, Savon will be proud of you. <laughs> Savon gives me permission that sleep is is okay. That's, oh my that's gosh, so, I've been telling you that for right. almost two decades. Well, Savon <laughs> took a therapist to say it. Honey. You know that I don't listen to you. I, I get it. I totally get it. <laughs> you know, I think you said something earlier too that yeah, to acknowledge that we're not okay. I think, I think that's one of the things that gives me hope is that. Um, that we're finally having the racial conversations gives me hope. I'm not saying I'm doing it well or that I know how to do it well, but it's something I've been longing for, for, for a while. And, you know, I was, had the privilege of reading be, be the bridge um, with, Mm. with uh, your wife and daughter. And so that gives me hope. And I think, I think acknowledging or, 
being able to say um, I was wrong or I had this wrong, that actually learning to be okay with I've screwed up, it feels like the past year or so has been like, there's something so freeing about it. But for so long, it's like, <gasps> You don't want to acknowledge that maybe you've misunderstood or you got something wrong or that you didn't listen well. And so mm. it feels like, oh, there's something so freeing about saying, I'm so sorry, I didn't listen to you or I didn't get it. And so that gives me hope. And so, um, I, yeah, not that we have come even close to the conversations like we should be having, right. but but I feel hopeful that it feels like we're just scratching the surface so right it's it's helpful to acknowledge starting yeah yeah right to not to, mm -hmm. with how much you how far you have to go or how much more work there needs <laughs> right, to be done right. and let that like just discourage you it's like mm -hmm. no just um it, it's great it's great to start yeah it's yeah great to start um and to be a learner I think for people who are, you know, in ministry <laughs> or whatever you want to call it, um, we we need to be the chief learners, you know? I mean, we have so much to learn. Mm -hmm. And so that's something really relieving in yeah. that. Mm -hmm. so. Yeah. We, uh, I don't want to hold you all night, guys, uh, but, but I want to ask uh, you to, to speak to any people in ministry or pastors. Um, or pastor's families, uh, uh, anything that you've learned um, this past year with the ministries that you've uh, that you've been involved in uh, that you think might encourage them or hmm. or help them with with their ministries, and so maybe say a little bit more too yeah. about the churches that you're you're helping in. Um. I think like what I've learned is I have this, I have this fear of just being incompetent. I have this fear of being found to be incompetent, to be, to not having, um, you know, I used to be really afraid of not having answers. And I, I found that hmm. the best way I can truly minister to someone else is by being honest. And sometimes the most effective thing you can say to somebody is, I don't know. You know, that's not denying your faith, but it's not trying to come up with an answer because you feel like that's why someone's come to you because you have to be an expert at something. It's like, no, I'm I'm learning and this is this is a, this is a hard one. And to be able to. I'm reading a book um, about about Greek orthodoxy, um, because there's just some things that just fascinate me about that and Celtic Christianity. Hmm. And one of their things is this idea that God is mystery. And that there is, there's more to God than we can see. And so being okay with, with being in mystery, being okay with the tensions that exist and not feeling the need to create some logical argument for it, for, for what's going on in somebody's life, I think is really important. And your weakness is sometimes your greatest strength if you're honest about it. We, we 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 like to to say that um that verse but it's hard to live that one oh my gosh when you're a leader <laughs> it's the it's the weaknesses that everybody has not the ones that i uniquely have hmm. you know it's like oh that's vulnerable it's hard hmm. 
Yeah. Is there anything that you'd, you'd add, Heidi? Well, I think that ingenuity, you know, I, I think that the, the church, like globally, you know, there's so, there's so many people and so many creative people. And this has just been really an opportunity to, okay, we can't meet in this building. So how, how can we fellowship and, and outdoor church, you know, we did that for a while in the summer and, you know, even, even though, um, even if regulations do go back to normal, like I think we will still continue to just embrace outdoor church, you know, because we spend a lot of time inside. So not letting those things be like prison cells, but like, okay, God is doing yeah. a new thing then. And so, um, and just using, um, we're continuing to use art. We, you know, we have a tiny little art church that does meet in person, you know, masked up, but, um, letting art be be part of the process whether mm -hmm. it's writing poetry together or just letting wonder arise yes, yes, and yes. and there's so many different giftings mm -hmm. and so i mean there's just so many different kinds of art and every person is an artist they just maybe don't view themselves as an artist but mm -hmm. every person bears the image of god which means that they are they are creative. They have art to release. And just um, what we, what we've been doing um, this season is looking at winter. And it, 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 as it, when, as it relates to the human condition, because we're in winter right now, mm -hmm. we've been looking at the life of Joseph. I mean, the guy's thrown into a pit. The guy's accused of adultery. He's put in jail. I mean, the guy is like COVID material. I mean, his <laughs> life is material. just one <laughs> tragedy after another, but the dude is resilient. He just yeah. chooses to continue where he's at because, and then eventually we see the end of the story. Mm. Um, so just looking at, at, at scripture um, with the farming elements, we're, we're so culturally apart from all those elements, but mm -hmm. you know, if you, a lot of, a lot of folks lost power for what, a week and a half, or some people are probably still out of power. Oh, the rhythms of the seasons. The rhythms right. of the seasons. Yeah. And then like, if you figure when he says, Jesus is the light of the world. Well, for us, we have electricity all the time. So it's not that big a deal to turn on to a light, but anyone who went without power for a while has a whole new understanding of like, literally we need light. And mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. looking at a lot of those elements that we're so detached from, um, because in modern society, we just don't, we don't have to deal with them. So returning to some of those really, those outdoorsy nature elements and the context um, and the time of scripture helps to understand. So those are just a few of the things the past few months we've been enjoying and having yeah. fun, church, you know, having fun, having fun. Have fun church, really? I mean, <laughs> yes, yes, absolutely. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think one of the thing I'd say to people who are in ministry is that, Comparison is a very, I mean, for artists, comparison is a poisonous thing. It is so poisonous um, because one, it can either A, make you quit or make you feel you're evaluating yourself by somebody else's either calling or gifting. And, and instead mm. of looking at, okay, who is the, who is God given you? 
Okay. If, if every local church is kind of like a little garden, if you're not growing the same kind of garden that, I don't know, like Hillsong or some other church in Portland is growing, that doesn't mean you're failing. In fact, you should probably should just be looking at, okay, God's given you a bunch of different superpowers in the form of people that have shown up, but it might not look like anything that has been prescribed or done before hmm. and be okay with that. Yeah. Be, be, be unique. Yes. Like, uh, what is it? Like, copycat art or more of the uh, same uh, uh. that's like boring mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah and yeah. Be, i mean and if it might mean that you get it wrong at first too you know it, multiple it times yeah i mean when you're trying something new it's probably not gonna be awesome in mm-hmm. the beginning but that doesn't mean that you're doing something wrong mm-hmm. i mean that's something i have to tell myself beginning podcaster I was sitting here looking at your setup. I'm like, I was like, oh my gosh, wow, look at his setup. It's I was like, oh, we need to like work on work on ours. (laughs) Oh yeah, but it is. It's there's such a comparison. And I think for me, because I played the violin for so long, Hmm. you know, I'm kind of feel like I'm really good at it, you know, and people tell me I'm good at it. So then I, I judge everything else that I do by that but it's silly how, like like how how well you play violin compare your painting to how well you right, play, play right. violin that that might be hard yeah yeah or my yeah. writing or like our church group like we don't have, we know we might have a dozen of us we don't have 700 people but not despising the small things that too that's okay. been really oh yeah like not despising small things is um is really important and i do that and i confess that but i i want everything to be huge and amazing and that doesn't yeah so that you know 12 you know it was good for jesus you know apparently it was (laughs) yeah like small and real so much better than big Mm -hmm. and fake (laughs) that should be a (laughs) (laughs) t-shirt that's good (sighs) yeah well, um, anything that you guys uh, would like to um, to share or, or promote anything coming up yeah. uh, on the schedule for you guys? Uh, yes. Well, the big thing uh, is we, we redid our website, uh, which is chasingebenezer.com. And this time around, instead of having like a blog section, uh, we, I made something called the contemplation room. Yes. Okay. I've, I've, uh, I've checked into the room Sweet. a few times. <laughs> Yes, I yes. And I, I created it because that way it's a place for people, even if they're not like believers, to come and to slow down because mm. we all, I mean, we all we all feel like we need to speed up to be successful. And so there's poetry, there's pictures, there's these moody videos and <laughs> with some cool background music to it. And just that you've written all of it, by yes. the way. I can brag on you. you, you write can. all the music. You can. But it's a place for people to kind of be able to slow down and really pay and to check in with themselves mm. and to be able to check in with God. So, um, yeah, it's just, if you just go to chasingebenezer.com and click on the contemplation room, it'll take you there. It's very cool. See, like, you know, maybe someone listening, they're listening about art church and, and Heidi uh, painting and they're like, 
and you're saying like i have the image of god like I, i'm creative I, I i don't relate to that i'm not sure about that uh, i don't know where to start what's cool is like you don't have to like know what to do or 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 have the supplies or whatever you just show up right, <laughs> show up right. you just connect with artists and they like yeah, and right. their art can like just like infuse uh uh, creativity and art it's and so inspire true. you so Very i just true. just show up to your uh your website that yeah the, like every, every week is overwhelming and, and busy um so mm -hmm. the, the, your very first one that that you posted uh it's just like okay slow down and breathe <laughs> it was great it was great so Good. definitely i'm glad um uh what about uh you, you mentioned outdoor music uh recently a any other oh, yeah. shows coming up um uh, tentatively, Maybe. I don't know. there might be one. You're gonna have to check out our Facebook page. Um, <laughs> it keeps changing. I, once I get it booked, but yeah, I, I, I we're supposed to play in uh, Seaside in the summer, right now. We hope. We'll see, but there there might be something coming up soon. Okay, so we'll so stay I'll tuned. Yes. Yeah. And season three of our, our web show will be out soon, and that will that will be much more. Um, like I think I mentioned earlier, there'll be a creative wor uh, worksheet for every week so mm -hmm. that you can have your prompts and, you know, you can be as involved or uninvolved as, as you like. But we, yeah, yeah. it is because I think that creating too, it's kind of like exercising that if you if you don't do anything, then I can just sit there. But it's like once you get started, then it's like there's so many ideas. So it does, it's kind of like just starting is really, really hard. But, you know, we want to just give you just a little thing, even if it's just like you make a snowflake out of paper. I mean, just something really simple to, to do. It gets the energy going. And oh, oh, you're going to show us. Ben's been doing a lot of paper art. He's been doing origami, origami, kiragami. This stuff yeah. is so, it's soothing. Nice. Um, and it's also very frustrating because it's have to do hard. This times. It's very hard. We 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 uh, a friend came by and, and gave us a, a, a kit, and it's oh. got like the instructions. But yeah. It's like calculus of a or, origami. <laughs> do you? Like, there are levels. There are levels to origami. Yeah. Oh, my advice, because yeah. I I I got I got one of those instructional things, and they're great. They're they're good, <laughs> but YouTube. Yeah, super helpful. Watching somebody actually fold it helps oh. so much more. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We're yeah. going to do shadow art tomorrow night. John, For our house church, uh, yeah. I'm you know, Jesus, the light of the world. So we're going to do like shadow art. So yeah, there's there's limitless. No, does that mean endless? I don't know. English is hard. There are so many opportunities to create. And we want to awesome. hear people's yeah. ideas too. We Absolutely. love when people like show us what they're making. So yeah, for sure. That is awesome. Well, uh, Benjamin, Heidi, thank you so much for Savon, thank coming you. on thank the you. podcast. <laughs> you would never know you were just starting. <laughs> Natural. So, thank you so much. So guys, uh, we're, we're going to uh, post the links to, to connect with Benjamin and Heidi uh, uh, on the, in the show notes. Uh, uh, check out their uh, the Chasing uh, Ebenezer uh, band page on Spotify or wherever you get your music and connect with their Facebook to find out when uh, they're going to be performing live in uh, in our area here in Oregon, Ooh. Washington. You guys head up to Washington ever? If they let Sometimes. us. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yes. <laughs> yes. 
Oregon for for, for sure. And, the first, then, and uh and and also uh I'll, I'll in, include the links to uh to Art Church. Uh and uh again, thank you guys. I, I love you guys. We love, love you. you. Too, thank you. I really enjoyed this conversation with Benjamin and Heidi. They are so fun uh, as a couple, and I just really appreciate their hearts. I encourage you to f- check out their information in the show notes. And thank you again for listening to another episode. Please subscribe, and if you like, please leave a review.